to the 10 Fine Podcast. Today we're going to continue with the uh, music series. We've already done the 60s albums, 70s albums. And today we're going to be on to the 80s albums. And we have we have the expert on again, Matthew McGoran. And we also, as usual, have uh, Michael on. So we're going to go to Michael first to talk about his third favourite album of the 80s. Alright, so um, my third favourite album of the 80s is actually um, the Jam Sound Effects. I just think it's a class album, mate. And one of my favorite, like favorite songs of all times on there. So like, it's an obvious choice. Obviously, that's entertainment. I just think that's a great song. I don't know about you. What's your thoughts on that song? It's a great song. That's to be fair, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Some of the some of the lyrics in it you can still relate to now. Top notch song. Top top. Honestly, I think I think everyone like as I say a lot, but like everyone's up and I love the jam. Though. I think it's, it's a very breathless like, class. Yeah, it's proper breathless. I think. The jam in general, like they would, they're never gonna break anyway. Like America, they're just like no, yeah. a proper boozer band. I'd like to call them. Yeah, well, here's a show for you. Like obviously, I don't know if you've seen yesterday all them like footy hooligans or such. All them Millwall like, fans. Oh, oh, yeah, fucking man, Millwall tits. fans from London. And that. I guarantee all them will have a track of the jams on them. Which isn't a bad thing for the jam, I'm just saying. Like, they're the, they're the sort of people who probably... I know, I know what I know. you mean. Yeah. <laughs> for, for one of them, a tattoo of, like, a British bulldog <laughs> with, like, like, a British flag on the like leg. A proper London taxi driver. Tattoo of the Queen on the arse like... cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> proper God save the Queen, and I love the jam. <laughs> but, um, yeah, yeah there's, there's, there's some great songs on there. And, um... There's also um, the song Pretty Green on there, isn't there? Which is actually why um, Liam Gallagher's um, clothing brand um, Pretty Green is called Pretty Green. So, um, people who don't know, my name um, is Mr. Pretty Green. He's got like every item of clothing they've ever sold <laughs> in his wardrobe. Uh, I've actually just bought a coat from Pretty, Pretty Green <laughs> for the um, winter. I mean, I like asked me half for his opinion on it. And I went and That's stood outside, outside and I didn't realise and it like shines in the sun. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> I'll have to send you a picture of it, you know. Look like you're wearing a bin bag. It looks scatty, you know, but I, I still quite like it, so I'm going to keep it. But, um, yeah, I, I do love me pretty green clothing, don't you? Like... <laughs> Got to be in the sale, though, because I'm a minion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, so um, um, back to the albums. I think we'll go to me next show. Um, my third favourite album from the, um, the 80s was released in 1984 and it's Purple Rain by Prince. Like, my favourite track from this is actually, like, the title track, Purple Rain, and it actually goes on for nearly nine minutes. Like, it actually, like, it actually um, was intended to be, like, a country duet with Stevie Nicks of Fleetwood Mac, but then Prince sent it over to her. Obviously, like, the background and, like, the, the um, instrumentals and stuff. And um, he wanted her to write the lyrics and she basically just said, I just can't really be bothered, like... You out, felt yeah. overwhelmed. I'm sure you'd let it off with that, wouldn't you, Mark? Oh, I'd let it off then, it was. Prince was like worried that the song now was going to be um, too similar to another song called Faithful by a band called The Journeys. So he rang the lead singer of them and said, like, is it all right in that? And then um, I'm sure he didn't say it like that. But um, um, there was only a few similar chords that were, that were the same and actually went on to um, be at um, the number one album in the charts with 24 weeks um, selling 17 million copies. Basically, basically what, what that album's about and it says in the song Purple Rain, like the meaning behind it is that like, he never meant to hurt anyone close to him, like hence the lyrics and never meant to cause you any sorrow. So basically it's like telling the story, it's sort of like an apology to anyone that he's ever 
affected like in a negative way. Beaten favorite song in it, fucking um, hair by Johnny Cash. <laughs> Love that tune. Yeah, I just have a quick question for you. Go on. It's half off topic. What's your thoughts on Bevy Purple Rain? What? Do you think Matty thinks that? What is it? No, but I'm, I'm guessing you was a lad. It's a cocktail. Oh no, I don't think I am. It's a bit like it's a bit like Blue Lagoon. Why did you name and all these things as if I know what they are? This he thinks Carlin, only Carlin. <laughs> I mean, if, if he's had if he's had a bit of a money, maybe put on. Like, <laughs> have you had it, Lou? Yeah, I have had it actually. What's your thoughts on it? Decent. Rather have a sex on the beach though. You should have been five years. Just get a proper dial down, yeah. It depends on the prices, actually. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> two, for tw- two for 12 pounds on jugs and um, spoons. <laughs> yeah. Not going to Alchemist, though, no way. It's about 15 quid for a little one, isn't it? Oh, shit. 20 quid to sit down, um... lad. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so next we're going to go to um, McGarren for his first favourite album from the 80s. I'm not the biggest fan of the 80s, so I've struggled today. But I went for making movies by Dias today. It's, it's it's not the greatest of albums. It's the eighties, you know what I mean? But it's it, that, that's the point in it, you know. We're supposed to be your favourite. Yeah, yeah, it's, favorite. yeah, it is my favourite. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, the eighties isn't great for albums. In t- like, so I, I just think they've got tunes like "Tunnel of Love," "Romeo and Juliet." Nice, like they've got some good guitar sections, like the solos are nice. But in terms of Dire Straits, their best albums in the seventies, like. The, Debut album, something to swing in that. But in terms of the 80s, it's sad to the 80s, 1980, Tunnel of Love, classic songs, Robin and Juliet, nice little ballads. The rest of the album's bang after the show, in my opinion. I have struggled this week, up today. Yeah, I think the 80s was a bit, I think it was a bit cringe. It's too, it's too, too like... synthesized. I just got all like, the beat pop boots wham. coming, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's very warm and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, Fans like that, like for that, that's actually what kept them. Um, the, the one of the albums I'm gonna go on to next out of the top. It's where rock and roll started to die. <laughs> it was, <laughs> but um, yeah, so there are first favorite albums. So now we're gonna go back to beefing for the second favorite album of the 80s. Nice. Right. So, um, I, I struggled to pick between a few here, so I struggled to pick between. The, the Smiths in pronunciation me, me, Mrs. Murder <laughs> and the Queen is dead but I went for the Queen is obvious dead obvious choice I just think, yeah I think I think that's the best one mate because like um, for me there is a like that never goes up I think that's one of the best songs of all time I don't know why you think it, it's, it's so a, good it's a good song I don't know why you keep saying it's it, 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 it's it's a song that I've one played at my funeral I just think what about Circa Fosse though yeah that's I say that I was having a toss up between the two, but um, there's a few other like good, really good songs on there, like Big Hop Strikes. Again, I think everyone knows that song. Classic. Um, the boy with the phone on his side, the queen is dead. It's all just a bit depressing, isn't it? The lyrics, aren't it? <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's what I like. <laughs> I think that just shows like there's, there's also a song in here which uh, reminds me a bit of my Matty. Oh, what is it? Not, not another fat joke, is it? Oh, oh. Some girls are bigger than that. Oh, just all that. Luke, don't edit this bit out, lad, yeah. <laughs> Get in this time. Right, um, moving on, we'll go to, um, back to me next. I think my second favourite album 
of the 80s is Bruce Springsteen, born in the USA. Um, like, for me, that album, it's some sort of, like, sums up, like, like the so-called, like, American dream. Like, um, it's actually about um, a man that's come back. It's like, actually written in the perspective of, like, a Vietnam War veteran who was struggling to reintegrate into, like, American society. And it actually, like, it went as far as Ronald Reagan, who actually went on to become American president at the time, actually used this, like, at the end of his rally speeches to sort of, like, get the crowd going. But then Springsteen had to, like, actually, like, distance himself in the end. I don't know if you've ever heard that album. I've heard, I've heard, I've heard song, the like, title song. I've heard the title song. I'm on fire. There's uh, two proper tunes, then. Proper yeah, tunes. Yeah, like, did you record more than 70 songs for the album? Fucking hell, that's mad, though. Mad in it, but like I think he's a perfectionist. But like another um, song I like from this album is Dancing in the Dark, which actually it won a Grammy in 1985 for the best rock vocal. And this this song was actually never written, like it wasn't meant to be on the album, it was just written but needed another song mm-hmm. on the album. But then he released it as a single in the end, as well as on the album, and it went on to become his best selling single. Not that I thought I would have thought Born in the USA would have been like a best selling song, do you know what I mean? Classic, isn't it? Even on Spotify, the other ones listen to more. But like, I think that is more well known. But born in the USA. There was a film about that album. Just a day, day, not so long ago. When they brought a film out about Bruce Springsteen, but I've never, I've not watched it. I just remember this. I think they had some Indian fella playing the lead role. I think, but I can't remember what it was about. Just know they brought a film out about it. He's supposed to be very, very good live as well because um, me auntie seen him, and that was when he was like older. But he's supposed to be boss live. So we like have a proper good like natural stage presence. Not decent. Yeah, so um now we went to my I went to you yet? No, nah, number two, isn't it? Yeah, sorry. Oh, don't you worry about it. Um Yeah, number two. Well, you, I went for Dire Straits once again. But this time I went for Brothers in Arms, which I think is a lot better than making movies. Purely because of the one song, Walk of Life, which I think everyone has heard. And it's just no, it's just walk, a feel good tune, and it's it's a proper feel good tune. Well, oh, it's one of the best songs of the eighties. If you're going to come back to that later on, but the one thing with this song, it, remember we was in the um, we went call for a weekend, then we went Blarney to go and see Jerry Cinnamon and Liam Gallagher, and after the long day in bloody Dublin or Belfast, wherever it was, because Luke's an idiot. We had to start basically, right? We had to travel from Cork. To Dublin in order to get a flight back, to and this Liverpool. tit got us in Dublin at ten in the morning when the flight was about <laughs> seven o'clock. At night. So about... we had nowhere to go because all the bars were like over twenty-one. So we just rolled around Dublin with suitcases all day. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part was that all oh, you can eat Chinese, and I nearly died in there. Oh, that was so good. Nice to have the Basically, like to tell a story, right? We went over, <laughs> um, we went over early in the morning, right? About six o'clock in the morning from Liverpool John Lennon Airport. So then we, we um, flew to Cork, right? So, but then, so we got to Cork and then it was on a Sunday actually, oh, yeah. and then we found, um, we couldn't <laughs> Little did we know about the drinking rule as well. <laughs> yeah, we had to, couldn't check into our hotel until three o'clock. So we had to roam around and this little village down. outside it's of down. It's raining all day. We're all in shorts, like sunglasses on. And, right. stuff. and what was the one shop which was open, which we could chill in? It was there was a little um, the cafe, little cafe as well though. Yeah, the lab books. <laughs> we ended up going lab books for a bit. And I, I was just, I was, oh, yeah. the I was studying the floor, not knowing it was virtual horse. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, right. So, we were, and we went to this cafe, right, because we found out in Ireland you can't buy alcohol or sell alcohol until 12 o'clock or half. Which is fucking bullshit. Sunday. So, we had to have two breakfasts, <laughs> like, to fill the time. So, then basically, right, the gig, like, if the gig was boss, it was raining, but, you know, it was, like, being Gallagher, Jerry Cinnamon, you know, like, it was good, both of them. But, um, so, we got back to our hotel. So we fly home the next day. We have another lad with us. <laughs> that night and, um, was boss. That like, I organized the trip, like the times and stuff. So I've got all the boarding passes, like e tickets on my phone. So I'm just going through them, sending them, screenshotting to each one of us, right? So then I send, well, who I thought was called officially Daniel, right, to Danny's, right? So I sent it to him, and he goes, lad. Why is my name not right on it? Because so, I, I asked Beefham, is Danny's real name Daniel? <laughs> I just like, can't be, I just can't, like, I just sort of, like, you know when you can't be asked, Beefham doesn't want, and you just sort of shrug it so off. The, the issue was, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, his, name, his name on the ticket was Daniel, but his name on the passport was Danny. <laughs> so where I'm proper panicking now, because I'm proper panicking, because I think I'm going to have to buy new tickets, and everyone's going to have to buy new tickets. <laughs> Me and Beefham like, sat there in the corner, and then, us, and them two were losing their heads at, like, midnight. Right, <laughs> yeah. So then, um, in the end, like, we're proper panicking, right? like, we have this cup of tea, like, a conference at, like, I four the in the morning. What are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> like, you had a car on, yeah. Like, at, like, four o'clock in the morning. So then, but then, yeah, so, right, Danny actually doesn't have a bed in the hotel. <laughs> Danny's There's three beds in the, the floor. floor in the hotel. <laughs> Danny's <laughs> sleeping on the floor. Look, 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 I thought he was going to smoke. He didn't like, sleep, mate. <laughs> he hated the lad. <laughs> <laughs> right, so then we get to the airport all day with proper panic. And, well, I am. Right, we're in yeah, South, South, South. South. We're just going to leave the we're in this beer garden. <laughs> and the reference to Dire Straits is that song was being played. In Dublin Airport. We walked in, like, we finally, all the stress was gone because we'd finally got through and we just sat outside in the For beer years. garden and had a few pints. The Walk of Life was the first song that came on. Is the point I'm trying to get across here. That that was the release of the stress. That well, song, that song was that's down, the life was good. Yeah, so that 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 that's that story anyway. But um, so then onto our favourite albums of um the eighties. I'll go back to them, um, Michael. Right, you're probably gonna have to tell me to shut up at one point X. I'm probably gonna end. We all know what it is. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> we all know what yeah, it is. Obviously, this is late. <laughs> this is late. Late eighties. Um, this album, nineteen eighty nine. The Stone Roads is classic for me. Yeah, for, for me, I'll just talk a bit about what they what sort of like this album means to me as such. But like, I'd say this is the album which proper got me into music. And like, I can remember the first time I listened to it actually. So, um, I remember it was like one night, you know, like, I think we just finished all our like GCSEs and then I was being sat in bed just listening to music. And I can bet it, I want to be a dog coming on. And even that for the first time, and just having my mind blown, and I remember just sitting there listening to the full album and full over and over, just thinking this is fucking great. This, but um, yeah, just just I don't think there's one bad song on it. Like every single song on it for me is amazing. Like obviously, like the opening song, I want to be at all. Like you can tell, like the start, like the start of that song is just so iconic and so like recognizable to anyone. And then there's like all the songs like She Bangs the Drums, Waterfall. Just absolute anthems made of stone. Shoot you down. This is the one. And my personal favorite. I am the resurrection. I just, I, I think that's one of the best songs of all time. Yeah, if I can just jump in there. I'm the resurrection. It's the first one I heard, right? And I was just listening to that. 
Ej, det er sådan, at min fæs, Matt Jus, hun gjorde min fæs, du skal have en mazart til det, hun løbs. Ja, ja. Ej, vi talk med ham, vi snakker om, at du sagde, at der er en fæs reaction. Og du skal gå ind. Ja, og du ved, at der holder af ham, og han vil læse til at få lavet ham på. Og nu går der over og læser til ham, at det blev min mand. Det er sådan, at han vil blive en dumme for, at du er min. Det er like det er fra det, det er Inspired by this one album, like they might have been one album wonders because the second one was terrible. That was due to management, yeah, though, not the band. Way, this first album, it's something special. It's like it had never been done before and it's never been done since some of the things they've got on that album. Like, like I want to be a dog and then the resurrection. They go on for ages, right? But you just get lost within the song, don't you? I think it's one of them albums, even if you're not really into this type of music, when you play the songs, you have it. Like, I've had some special <laughs> moments with that. I'm like, Waterfall in Beethoven's Garden, and I looked at that once. Absolutely off my head, Beethoven's upstairs, dying in bed. <laughs> Sat there in the garden at night, and then just on a chair, sinking into it. Waterfall comes on, I just think, life's special, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It always reminds me of music festivals, like when Winter Leeds and stuff. I don't know yeah, why, same. because it has no relevance to it. Same. I, I, it reminds it's me just that, that summer, like... isn't it? That summer when we all like, became proper good mates and we were all into the same kind of tunes. Yeah, it was when all, all of us started <laughs> really, like, really starting to get into music and that way, and it really sort of feel like... It, like for me, it came at like, a really mad time for me, trying to like, just finish in school. And the dark was summer, like, wasn't it, for people? Yeah, like starting to like fucking like, grow up and that way. Like, it just... I have another, another sorry. Oh. Uh, yeah, I just think like, I don't know, but it just, I just think as if like, the last few years been bossing it, and I think that like, the whole album just reminds me of it. Another thing, like for example, if you're a Man United fan, like you don't know, you just come out of this is the one. We actually have a story about this, right? We went to Man United away with Everton, and um, <laughs> one one one, didn't we? Normally, like, <laughs> one one one, yeah. So obviously, normally if you're out on the way ground, like if you went to Anfield, you wouldn't, you wouldn't like sing and never walk alone <laughs> if you went anywhere else, right? But then be from the you meant Man United walk out of this as the one. So then be from singing, <laughs> singing the song with it. Oh, like, singing along straight away from a government for it last. Yeah, yeah, he was only like, he was only like whispering the words, really. But I, I get what you mean. Humming it. <laughs> and then another point about this album. There's so much to talk about with this album. Another point with this, like, there's a, there's a um, film, I think a lot of people would have seen it, but if you haven't called um, Spike Island, and it's, it's like, it's sort of like a fictional story, but it's about a real gig, and, like, teenage boys trying to get there, cause, and they have their own band, and they're actually inspired by the Stone Roses. Oh, it's, it's, not, it's not a great like film, it's carried by the fact that it's the Stone Roses soundtrack behind it, I think. Proper carried by the yeah, music. Yeah, well, I can... I can remember the first time, like, oh, I can remember Ben telling me to watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I remember, like, I, wa- I watched it, like, over and over, mate. Like, I watched Yeah, so I've seen it, like, five times. Like, it's a drop it easy watch, you know, yeah. the tunes <laughs> in the background and that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's proper, like, I don't even reckon it's that good of a film. It's like, not, like, it's a like, terrible it, film. Like, I remember always getting, like, proper, like, getting proper buzzing, you know, when they have that scene where it's, like, all flares going off and as I am in the resurrection. You were saying that, man, you remember always seeing the, um, the reflection in my jazzy sunglasses. It was, like, <laughs> like the Spike Harlan film. Oh, like, lads. The flares were flashing off the glasses. Well, 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 was on, lads. Honestly, lads, <laughs> that's a special moment. That's special. Yeah, so, um, that's the Stone Roses. I probably would have picked that. Yeah, I think, I think we all would have. as well, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, it's just um, means a bit more to me like, when you go to work, hangs it on on the same. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's always like 
for me, it's just the best album of all time. Like, I just, I, I, I dread to think how many times I've listened to it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Spotify is probably fed up of me. There's going to be a band yeah, coming out. Just... <laughs> yeah, it's like. Oh. Yeah. So, moving on. So, go, like, on. go on, you can carry on. No, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> you just cut them off there. Just, sorry, just spit it with that. <laughs> <laughs> you, might an, <laughs> you might do an episode in the future. Might do an episode in the future just about the Stone Roses and the whole story. Maybe. Yeah, that's a good shot. I love that, mate. Just be talking <laughs> by himself for an hour. Like, yeah. on, Start crying by the end. <laughs> Never got to see him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think... Yeah, I think we can go on for... Yeah, you're a conspiracy. You're um, was it, like one of the neighbourhood posters and you've seen a lemon. And you thought it was going to be a Stone Roses reunion because there's like one lemon in the background of this poster somewhere. No, it was it was last it was last year that lad, that tram was all like... I I went back and there was all like lemons and that, like Ian Brown thing. But he he is like the one of the headliners. Well, wasn't meant to be one of the headliners this year. Yeah, and then we just we just yeah. can't. So, have yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking shit, isn't it? The way we never got Proper to see it. Like, that neighborhood would have been amazing. Though. Next, yeah. Next summer, though, even better. That's which so which is good. Yeah, so. Um, look well, to move on now to my um. Well, it's a bit really my second <laughs> favorite album, but. They're gonna have to have it as my favorite because he's so good. <laughs> it's Thriller, um, Thriller by Michael Jackson was released in 1982. This is the best selling album ever out of all albums, and it, it, it was like broke records, winning eight Grammys. Like the title was almost Midnight Man, and he wrote down 200 to 300 different titles. Man, in his hotel be honest with like that. <laughs> He's a weirdo, man. Yeah, he is a weirdo. I'm not going yeah. to all that I was just about to ask one of questions then, boy, if we're not going into it, we're not going into it. I think anyone that lives with a pet monkey sort of needs <laughs> a bit of a um, sussing out for this, let's say. Right. Um, yeah, so, and then he woke up, but he woke up in the morning and thought a thriller. But then he nearly died making this album. You say died, he threatened his life. He was driving his Rolls Royce down here, like a freeway. Yeah. Um, after a recording session and he was thinking about the song um, Billy Jean which is on the album so much that he didn't realise that underneath of his car was on fire <laughs> and then some kid on the bike had to some kid on the bike had to um, point it out to him and he actually like give probably gave the kid something else as well didn't he the fucking nonce <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> um, oh my yeah, god yeah that's what they could be taught that is it <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, the day that is that's class. The song was also um, Billy James also mixed ninety one times. I think you can just sell by this uh, Michael Jackson the type of person he is. Like he's he's mixing things ninety one times. He's making the three hundred titles. He he seems a bit not all I think his voice is okay before he appears, and that's just ten times better. Like Michael Jackson five. Then I prefer the Jackson five tunes than any mm. Michael Jackson tunes myself. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't. I think as a performer, well, yeah, as a performer, it was the no. most like organized back then. Yeah, like, like was he do part of Motown Records when he did Jackson Five, and he was um, very, very good. He would have his name is Prophet Nobed. He'd have like certain structures so it appeals to white people, so they couldn't like express themselves as much. But I still prefer the tunes. Like, who's loving you? His vocals on that is superb. He's about ten or something on it as well. I think he was. I think he was big into his music videos as well because, like, the thriller music video obviously cost half a million dollars to make, and that's in nineteen. It is an iconic video, isn't it? And like, it featured like, yeah, if you want to, it featured like Bloods yeah. and Crips. 
It features Bloods and Crips, like gang members and everything, like real gang members. Yeah, like that's it's one. It's not like the zombie one where they come out of the cinema and then just all the zombies start dancing. Yeah, it is. I think it's obviously probably oh. different music videos. Because I, I think I looked before, it's, it's on the album Thriller. It doesn't, I think there's another album called Scream. I'm not too sure. I'm not, I'm not so, knowledgeable on Michael Jackson. Yeah. Hey, here's one for... You actually got to suit. Hey, one, sorry. Can you remember where, like, can you remember like where you was on that one? And you found. Yeah, like, actually, I was like... on I was on holiday in London, and it was on the telly in the um, hotel lobby, and I didn't have a clue. Really, man, I was just like, like this mad. This is like he weren't that old, was he? Nah, I can remember like it was the day before. I was meant to make me like communion in school. Was it? Yeah. I was around that time, and I remember like being. I remember like. Was that young? I do remember like... being young. Like, was that like year year four or something? Then is it when we had communion? Year three or four, yeah. it was. Remember, like, remember being like it was a proper massive deal, weren't it? Obviously, like King of Pop was all over right. the place, weren't it? All over the advance, yeah. Mm. He was actually sued as well for this, um, the part of this album, the song Wanna Be Starting Something. And there's like an African line in it, and it was sung by an African band that was too similar to like Jackson's version. So they like they brought it out first, so they sued him and he had to pay them like it was a rain out of court, but he had to pay <laughs> this like Cameroonian band. See, it was Money, hard, the Beatles. Yeah, that's my... Quite often as well, rather music of, like, African-American musicians. Actually, about Michael Jackson, about Michael Jackson, he actually bought the Beatles music out. He outbid Paul McCartney and Joe. I, 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 I thought that's what I was saying. I know that because I was talking to the... Like, where I work, I was talking to him, this tour guide, and he does, like... He's a proper, like, Beatles fan. And I was talking to him about it, and he, he told me that. He said, like, even all the money Paul McCartney and Joko obviously had John's inheritance. Like, they just still couldn't outbid um, Michael Jackson. I think yeah, that just shows how man. big he was. How much? Do you know yeah, how so much that... money he bought it for? Oh, no. Nah. No. Nah, nah, <laughs> <laughs> um, don't know the exact figure. <laughs> um. Yeah, so that's my favourite album of the um, 80s, so now we'll go back right, to Right, yeah, I'm cheating a bit with mine, because like I say, I struggle with the 80s. Mine's not really a proper album, it's a compilation album from the Smiths, released in 1984, called Half Full of Hollow, and it's it's just got some absolute, it's got the Smiths' best songs on it, in my opinion. It's got This Charming Man, How Soon Is Now, Heaven Knows I'm Miserable Now, Beatles, iconic first oh, song he's heard. And then, um, please, hey, please, please, years. let me get what I want. This is just another classic tune. That reminds me of Albert. It's on the name. It was on the Christmas one, weren't it? For the um, John. Was it? Yeah. It was a question. In the, question in the way quiz that. Um, Christmas. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like that. Get it. You were just like, alright. Nah, this well, is yeah, the intro to it. It's like the little acoustic. That, that song, one of my favourite Smith songs. It's just a proper straight back that you normally wear proper. Like Johnny Mars guitar, like leading the song, but this song's just it's nice and stripped back, and it's just modestly being a depressed little twat like he is. And it just, it, oh, he is, and he he's just a strange man. The film, um, England is man. It's a poor film, it's all about modesty, but it, it ends with a short beginning, it doesn't go into like how the Smiths, does, how the Smiths they took over. You see Johnny Mars open the door to modesty, so they start working on it, and the film just ends. You don't hear any Swift students. Disappointed it was. He's very oh, yeah, he's a bell. He's a bell. At the same time, he's genius, really. Isn't he? Some of the lyrics he comes out with. 
Like Johnny Marr seems found. All the interviews you see Johnny Marr do, he just seems yeah, like, he like seems, a bit of a normal fella. That's someone I want to see. He does like um, festivals and that, doesn't he? That's someone I really want to see, Johnny Marr. Yeah, well, yeah, I seen him last year, didn't I? At a tramline. He was like Glastonbury as well, but I'm sure he was like Glastonbury. Yeah. yeah, he came on with the Killers. Yeah, he with the Killers, didn't he? he was, wasn't he? Yeah, lad. You'll have to see him at some point, lad. He's fucking out. Yeah, album. I'd love to see him myself. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. But yeah, lad, that album, lad, it's just, well, what you just mentioned then was, it's absolutely incredible. Like, what difference does this make? Like, what a tune. Got, like, that's what I mean, like, some of these songs are not part like, of real albums, are they? Like, how soon is now and that? They just released as singles. I think the 80s yeah, is a bit like Yeah, that's what I mean. So they, they made a complete album, they brought like, all these, like, the brilliant songs together. That's what makes it better, I think. Yeah, that's what. You know, so, so that's Marty's. Um, we went through all our favorite albums, but for, I think as we've just said with the eighties, there is a lot of songs where it's sort of not a one-hit wonder, but they might not even be on an album, or we can't justify putting the whole album in. So oh, loads. Like, we could songs, be here for hours, to be honest. Given the people what they want, as as I'll, I'll, I'll start. I'll start with the proper eighties album, guys. Don't stop believing by Journey. Oh my god! And for a minute, it, it it got it got popular again like a few years ago, didn't it? I don't know why. I think it was like some kind of um, protest against X Factor being number one at Christmas all the time or something. And then um, don't stop believing came out popular again. It's just it's it's a timeless classic, really. Isn't it? You can listen to it at any time. It's just it's like I say, it's a feel good tune. That's what the eighties is about. It's like feel good music, really. Listen to that. Then. It's I'll find, I'll, find, I'll find a way to make, make me feel like <laughs> that. Nah, yeah, it's a classic, that one. I could go on, but I'll let you just carry on with something and I'll jump back in. Yeah, for, um, for me, a standout song of the 80s, which I found quite... Is that at the end of the 80s? It's um, We Didn't Start a Fire by Billy Joel. Is that off The Stranger? In I feel like yeah, it's... Yeah, The Stranger. I'm not really sure, to be honest, I'll have to check that, but um, it, was, it was definitely released as a single in 1989, and um, like I think for me, the lyrics like sum up like, the 80s as a decade, it's, it's talking about like communism, the fall of communism, it's talking about like like the Arabs, like the Arab Spring, what's that wars, that type of thing, even like the presidents, and then it just, it's like a story being told of like, mm-hmm. what, what's happening in America at that time. And I think it's quite like I think it's quite an iconic song actually. I didn't realise it was like that old of a tune, like when I first heard yeah. it. I just I thought it was like a kind of Billy Joel's work kind of his career, like two thousands comeback kind of tune, I thought it was. Didn't realise it was that old. <clears throat> it's actually not on um Yeah, I was thinking because it's strange it's seventies, isn't it? Yeah. She's always a woman's tune, song. That yeah, the strangers mm. nineteen seventy seven. Yeah, so for me, there's another one I'd like to mention as well. I think it's like I think everyone will know. It's Eye of the Tiger <laughs> from um, the Rocky films. I mean, that's it's a, it's a proper like, movie, but a um, movie like song that in it. Get you going, lads. Get when you going. Hit, though, you know, I'm Luke and the gym singing along to it. Yes, it is. Punching bags in the corner of the room. Spain is a bad movie, lads. Yeah. So then uh, moving on, we'll go to... Um, no, yeah, we have to. Have you been to Marcy? Give Beef him a turn. He missed you, I was forgetting yeah. about you. Nice. Go on, Beef him, you've got your auto sorry. I said one, yeah. lad, and then passed it on. Do you want to hear it? One and go. Tough. Tough. <laughs> right, so, um, 
So we've got <laughs> that I can't believe you like peeking to this song of Mojo's lads in Rock the Cars Bar by him, the Clash oh, lads. Classic again. What an oh. absolute tune, lads. What a tune. And there's an obviously there's like Blue Monday by New Order. Again on the classic. Lads, absolute anthem. Yeah, but then there's like the more like like poppy ones like Don't You Want Me, what an anthem. Like don't (laughs) don't you forget about me. Everybody wants to fool away us little lies, like there's so many. You made a little easy's playlist the other day, didn't you, with all them little classes on them? Yeah. Yeah, heart, heart, heart of There's some fantastic playlists, by the way. Just answer that with the 80s as well. Yeah, got a few little bangers. Yeah, Tainted Love by um, Soft Cell. There's just some, I just think there's absolutely some proper anthems to me. There was an album they only put in, it was um, Inspired Police. And on, this, on the album, you said the last album's done, it's every step you take, the song, or every breath you take, whatever yeah. it is. It's, it, lyrically, yeah. it's, it's proper dark and it, it's. I think it's a brilliant song myself, literally. Sting's a bell and he's like fucking tax evading cunt, isn't he? But, <laughs> but like, all are, I think he, he was a genius, man. He, he, I think they're on the the police. It's fucking the name of the band. Isn't great, is it? But, bell yeah. good music, I've got bell. another song. Go on. Got another song. It's your beard again, lads. It's um, Seven Wonders by Fleetwood Mac, which was released in on the album Tango in the Night. Released by ni- in 1987. For me, I don't know what it is. I think it's just it's the start of that song. It's just, I don't know why. I think it's just fantastic. I don't. I can't even actually explain why it's good. I need to listen to it. I've got, you know, now you mentioned Sleepwood Mac is a tune. Just um, everywhere like Sleepwood Mac. It's 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 a, it's a tune. Oh, Everyone knows isn't it. It's off the same album as Little Lies from um, Seven Wonders. Even Big Love that album. That's proper. I could thinking I could have went for that album thinking about it. Get rid of one of the dire straits ones what? and stick Tango in the night in there. Oh, yeah. It's a brilliant album. Do you know that song, Get Everywhere? Does that remind you of that advert of that cow walk? It that? just reminds me, Fleetwood Mac reminds me of Butlins for some reason. It's like Butlins adverts. <laughs> Proper does. What? Is it, is it don't, don't Stop? It's one of like the Butlins like, songs, like or, or Pontons or Centre Parks. One of them. It, it is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It, it's, it's got that vibe about it. That, Whatever yeah, it is, I know what you mean. Yes, you would have said to him, Christine McBee's Don't Stop. It's not Don't Stop, it's everywhere. She sings on and Stephen Hicks is only the backing vocalist, but it's a brilliant tune, I think. Yeah, so that's our uh, favourite albums and a few songs of the 80s. So, actually, should we do the annoying sort of thing? You? Is anything annoying just to Being them? 10 minutes late to the recording <laughs> this morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, you need to be safe, lad. Um, for me, I'll have the annoyance of the day. Um, this thing that's going on oh. in London, you know, with all these like, well, I don't, I don't football, know why they're getting called football. It's not nothing to do with football, lads. It's political, lads. It's not nothing to do with football. Exactly. Like, we're football fans, lads. Like, you're really standing you're around some stupid statue with a few cans, do you? Drop me. Whatever you think about the statue is just a valid opinion, in it? But, like, it's not your responsibility. Stop trying to be a vigilante. Stop, like, you know what I mean? It's not saying so it's not of them. A strand Let- of hair between them. They're all fat cunts as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All listening to the jam. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the video of this clown, lads, mate. 
That's bear in mind, right? Winston Churchill fought the war against Hitler. Oh, yeah. Like, so they like, next to the Churchill flag, like, doing, yeah. like, Nazi salutes. And you're like, what are you doing? Like, you're, you're saying you want to protect that statue, and you're, like, doing stuff like that. Like, just... Uh, I think it was yesterday, and there's someone fell in the green jacket. I was like, like squaring onto the police, but he's rolling his face like on like a speed bag or something. Like, oh, yeah. and someone fell, and it looks like he had a strike with the box and came out and rolling as a river. <laughs> oh, let me see that. Well, that's Quality that's tweet, really. Honestly, the world's just full of idiots, and it's sometimes... You can only sit back and laugh, lad. If you don't laugh, you'll cry. We're three of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's our um, annoyance of the week and our favourite album, so thanks a lot for that, boys, I appreciate it. Yeah, so we hope you enjoyed it, you know, we're open to any feedback on the Instagram page. Love you some